Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 9.30 in 716. It's a shutdown showdown over border wall funding. These are childish, uh, uh, idle threats. Will it happen? There'll be no shutdown this year. You never really know until the end. You know, we've been in this same spot three or four times over the last two years, we have not shut down the government. I think funding a border wall is a waste of money. Got all that? I'm Tim Wenger on 930 N716, powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a country setting. President Donald Trump says that he is willing to shut down the government over funding for his long-promised border wall, but that he'll always leave room for negotiation. But this has been many years. This isn't just Trump administration. We're new. There's been many years, even decades. We have uh, immigration laws. We have border security. We have all sorts of things going on that are, it's disgraceful. We are doing a phenomenal job. We're setting records, but we have laws that don't work. For his part, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says he has no plans to shut down the government over President Trump's push for border wall funds. Instead, the GOP leader says the Senate would be finishing up a package of budget bills this week as Congress makes progress toward funding the government for the new fiscal year that begins October 1. Yeah, you know, we'll see if he holds his ground on this. He has certainly made this threat before. Let's begin at the White House and correspondent Karen Travers. Now, this timing would be really troubling for Republicans, which is why Republicans say this is not going to happen. There will be no shutdown. They'll figure out a way to get past that September 30th deadline. You know, maybe the president's not thinking fall, but perhaps they have to do a short term bill. So then we're looking at another December deadline like we do almost every year. And that could be where he really draws his very firm line. Is that the most likely thing, kicking the can down the road yet again? Uh, You know, they're feeling confident, at least they're expressing that publicly, that they're making good progress and have uh, on broader spending bills and that they could get a lot done by September 30th. But the House is out. They're on recess now for five weeks. They say they're still in negotiations that could be taking place while the Senate is in. But when they get back, there's only about a dozen legislative days after Labor Day to the end of the month that they can get working on this, uh, all of the spending bills and get it finished by that deadline. Later, what our local lawmakers are saying. But first, the pundits. Like every single time we talk about a government shutdown, there's always so much brinksmanship. There's always uh, so much debate back and forth. Dave Leventhal with the Center for Public Integrity on WBEN with Susan and Brian. So many factors that go into this. And of course, it's not just Democrats and Republicans uh, who are battling against each other sometimes over funding the government and funding certain priorities that may or may not allow the government to stay open. Sometimes uh, there's intramural fights uh, among Republicans, too, uh, or the party in power when Democrats are in power. So to the question of how likely is it, uh, Ian, you almost can't handicap these things uh, simply because there are so many variables. What we do definitely know is that Donald Trump consistently, ever since the campaign, 
his talk about funding the wall. This has been a huge point of frustration for him. This is something that he wants money for and as much money as he possibly can get. So he's obviously using this opportunity right now as leverage to try to uh, to not only go after Democrats, but his own lawmakers and on the Republican side uh, of the House to make sure that uh, that they say, OK, well, this is going to be a priority front and center. Are we having shutdown fatigue at all? I mean, it seems like every few months there's talk about a shutdown, then either it happens or it doesn't happen. And if it does happen, it'll reopen in a few weeks or so. I mean, it's kind of become a routine now. Well, it it has become routine. And uh, this is something that uh, if if you believe in a steady, stable government, it should not be routine. And that's regardless of whether you're a liberal or a conservative. Uh, but what it does is it definitely sets up a situation where, uh, where the government uh, is uh, potentially unable to, uh, to operate in very key ways. If you have a, sh- a government shutdown that lasts for more than uh, a, c- a couple days, uh, you can have services that people rely on, uh, everything from veterans to the elderly to various uh, other services that affect people across the spectrum uh, not being provided. Uh, now, that's an extreme case, uh, but even just a shutdown of a couple of days, it can affect markets. It can certainly affect the public confidence, uh, and it's a very unmooring, very very much so here in Washington, D.C., where, uh, where, where the government uh, in the city are uh, effectively one and the same in certain regards, uh, but it does have a halo effect that spreads out across the country very quickly. What's the first deadline that we need to be aware of regarding a shutdown? So this is something that, that is going to play out in a matter of uh, weeks. And uh, like in every single case before it, you, you know it's coming. You know that the deadline is there, but uh, there are certain steps that have to be taken to get to a point where you uh, have bills going forward, you have debates uh, that are being taken, and oftentimes these things go right down to the wire, Susan. So uh, in, the, in very few situations recently, uh, has there been a nice, comfortable cushion? And often, too, uh, the, the Congress can kind of play games. They can, uh, they can pass something that uh, will be a temporary measure that will buy Congress an extra week or an extra month. Uh, the, the old adage, kick the can down the road. Well, this is something that has become de rigueur in Congress. Uh, so I wouldn't be entirely surprised if, uh, especially with an election looming in November, that Congress says, look, we just don't want to deal with this right now. We're going to kick the can down the road again, and we're going to deal with it after the election so we can all focus on getting reelected and the political season that is uh, very much afoot right now. Another perspective from political contributor Alex Castellanos. There's very little that could make a bad Republican year worse, but a shutdown could do it. The good news is Republicans know that. Mitch McConnell in the Senate knows that, and he's been pretty clear. There'll be no shutdown this year. Republicans will give away what they have to give away to get a budget through and keep the government open past September the uh, 30th, 31st, I guess, at midnight when the government runs out of money. What's Donald Trump doing? He's negotiating in public. He knows there's not going to be a shutdown, but any moment he's not negotiating is a moment wasted for Donald Trump. So he's telling Republicans, look, give me more for the wall, stick a few more bucks in there, and we'll move ahead. Well, Alex, will there be border wall funding then? Do you see them coming to an agreement on that? There'll be a little bit. McConnell usually puts a billion and a half in every bill and and keeps the ball rolling that way. You know, the the House is asking for much more. They won't get it. Well, I I think what you're hearing from the president is is his abject frustration. Reaction now, beginning with Republican Congressman Chris Collins. The Democrats are not working with Republicans in any kind of bipartisan way 
to move legislation, including immigration reform, where we actually had provided a pathway to citizenship for dreamers, something they said they wanted, and then they all voted against it. You know, they wouldn't help us get a farm bill passed. I mean, it's been very frustrating. And I think as we head into the midterms, that's going to continue. And so you're hearing the president uh, in his frustration talk about, you know, what's going to happen because one of the things we have to do is pass a continuing resolution to keep the government funding. So he's pointing out that, um, you know, it's a piece of legislation we have to get done. What happens if the Democrats don't work with us? Personally, I do not believe there's going to be a shutdown. Um, I certainly would not support a shutdown, and I think that's the mood of the others in Congress. I don't think we're going to get any uh, great legislation as, as we work to get that done. But I really think uh, what you're what you're hearing is not only the president's frustration, but all of our frustration at the political nature of everything that's happening in Washington. And I wouldn't read more into that um, than that. Do you think these threats are, are a little, you know, severe the warning of a, of a government shutdown? Well, I, I wouldn't use, <clears throat> wouldn't use the word threat. The funding for the government expires at the end of September. And it's happened many times when it, when the funding uh, it, it ends, we either do a continuing resolution, an omnibus or another piece of legislation to fund the government, uh, you know, for a period of time. Sometimes it's a, it's two days. Sometimes it's two weeks. Sometimes it's four months. Sometimes it's for an entire year. So this is, you know, the, the place we're in, we're in, you know, we've been in this same spot three or four times over the last two years, we have not shut down the government. And so I wouldn't read more into it than this is, unfortunately, the way government's operated for many years now, going from, you know, one key deadline to another, but we seem to have always worked through it. And I'm confident we will work through it again. The president wants funding for the wall. We want secure borders. Uh, We thought that our offer of a pathway to citizenship for dreamers would have gotten Democrats on board, yet not a single one helped us. So we are in, you know, a very divisive atmosphere, and the president simply more or less stating the obvious, we have to get legislation passed to keep the government open past September 30. I'm confident we will. We have to have legislation to keep the government open. If we did nothing, the government would shut down the end of September. But remember, that's we've had that same a deadline issue, you know, several times over the last two years. And in a couple of cases, we passed a continuing resolution to keep things funded for two days, four days, while we worked through a compromise on keeping the government open. And we have succeeded in that. And I and I am very confident that will be the case this time as well. Do you think uh, a secure wall uh, along the Mexican border, you know, going to be part of the future? I do think it's going to be part of the future. I don't know that it's coming in the next 60 days. In fact, I, I'm, I'm highly suspect it won't. Uh, but I think America knows we need a secure border. Every country knows they need a secure border. It's just that on the southern border, it's rather porous, and we have people pouring in you know, each and every day uh, looking to uh, you know, illegally enter the United States for one reason or another. On the other side of the aisle, Democrat Brian Higgins comments during an event along the Buffalo River Monday. Well, the only way you can shut down the government is if Congress fails to do its job. So Congress has power uh, to ensure that it doesn't happen, both Democrats and Republicans working together as we have previous uh, under these kinds of threats. So the fact of the matter is 
the White House is Republican, the Senate is Republican, the House is Republican. Uh, so uh, Democrats would gladly work with uh, congressional Republicans uh, to fund important projects like this one, the Great Lakes Restoration Initiative, which has uh, provided over $100 million in the cleanup of the Buffalo River and its restoration, uh, which is adding great economic benefit. You look at Ohio Street, all the development that's occurring there along the river, and great life quality. Uh, there's no longer Great Lakes freighters in the Buffalo River, but there are, in fact, kayaks and canoes and people rediscovering uh, the natural environment in, in their water. So these are childish, uh, uh, idle threats, and I don't think Republicans or Democrats are going to go along with it. Finally, in the U.S. Senate, Democrat Kirsten Gillibrand is frustrated. I think funding a border wall is a waste of money. It's something that President Trump promised he would build and that Mexico would pay for it. So why is he asking taxpayers now to pay for it? And he's only shown uh, an inhumane immigration approach since he's been president. Uh, I think he should spend a lot more time focusing on making sure the 700 children that have not been reunited with their parents can be reunited. Lastly, what is, what is the, the Democratic plan uh, to support immigration policy and border security? If, if President Trump isn't doing it the right way, what is the right way? So I think there's two missions you're talking about there. On immigration, we need comprehensive immigration reform. We need to make sure that people have a pathway to citizenship. We need to absolutely reunite families at the border. We need to bring those children and parents together, uh, make that a priority. There's 700 children who are currently without their parents, uh, and they are in institutionalized facilities. I visited two of them. I visited three of them. I visited two in Texas and one in New York. Uh, they are run, one, one of the ones I've visited is run by a, a for-profit prison company, uh, and they're housing children and, and, and mothers in that facility. Another one um, was housing boys from age 10 to 17 in a Walmart uh, that has no windows. And when I asked the boys, what's your favorite thing to do, they said just to go outside, and they only get to go outside two hours a day. It, it, they are not being treated like the children they should be treated like. So. Um, you need comprehensive immigration reform. Uh, if you're talking about how you um, deal with stopping terrorism at the border, stopping criminal activity, uh, transnational criminal activity, um, drug trafficking, human trafficking, gun trafficking, uh, all of that should be done um, appropriately through Homeland Security. Uh, and unfortunately, um, those missions have been lost because President Trump is spending all his time deporting, creating a deportation force that is deporting people who are here seeking asylum, uh, who are seeking our care, seeking our help, and locking up children. So I think we need comprehensive immigration reform on the, on the immigration side, and I think on the uh, national security side, we should be funding that through Homeland Security. And of course, time will tell, as it always does. We're back tomorrow. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.